Hey guys, so before the episode, I just wanted to pop in and again mention if you love our show, if you love what we're doing, please go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a written review, leave us a five-star rating. So easy to do, takes less than a minute. Promise it will help us so much more than you realize. Love you guys. And also don't forget that we have top picks coming up. Yay! 2022 top picks is going to be announced. It is going to be coming out. We've already sent a lot of the emails out. There are some brands that we still have to email, but stay tuned. If you have not gotten an email from us, don't fret. You most likely will. Um, if we love you and if we've expressed love to you, stay tuned. Um, so yeah, this is going to be a really fun year for top picks. We're having a lot of new brands, a lot of new options. There's a new category of awards. So stay tuned. Anyways, thanks guys. And I hope you love this episode. Hi guys, welcome back to Speaker Anarchy. I have such a wonderful guest today, and this line is actually absolutely beautiful, and they are launching a brand new product, which we're going to learn about um, very soon. Um, but without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the CEO of Revision Skincare, Maria Carell. Welcome to the show, Maria. I'm so honored to be hosting you. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to participate in this show, so thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I am a huge fan of, as you know, science-driven lines. <laughs> so, you know, Revision is definitely one of them. I'm very excited to learn about the lines, learn about the products. But um, as we were talking before the interview, I would love to learn about you first and really what led up to the line and the creation, um, the vision that you had for, you know, and just in general, the team, you know, what the vision of the team was when they created Revision. Well, thank you. So first of all, I just want for all listeners to um, share that I'm from Sweden. So the funny accent is Swinglish. So I'm combining Swedish and English, and I hope everybody understands what I'm saying, despite the accent. Um, some people find it charming. My children find it very uh, awkward. But my background is 25 plus years in life science. So I spent a lot of years in pharmaceuticals. Uh, and in aesthetics and has been my passion it's been a common theme and I'm just fascinated by, by our skin as an organ it's our largest organ and it's truly our protection to the world in so many ways it's our armor so I worked a lot on the medical uh, side on uh, in dermatology but I started working in aesthetics more on the preventative side more than a decade ago and mm. I just love what we can do for our skin to protect it and prevent future damage. And that's what brought me to, to revision. So I joined five and a half years ago and the company coming from pharmaceuticals, you have a certain mindset when it comes to clinical research, you know, you need to prove that everything is working. You can't just say it's working. If you want right. uh, the prescription drug to be approved, you have all the clinical studies supporting that. And I felt there was an opportunity in cosmetic skincare that is not prescription to do the same. There are so many yeah. brands out there. And I feel in all honesty, sometimes it's almost like the wild, wild west. So I think yes. my vision was how can we bring the scrutiny and the standards and the, and the quality that you have on the pharmaceutical side to the cosmetic side. and because I think consumers today and skincare 
um, addicts like myself, we're very discerning. We, we actually know a lot. We're very educated thanks to podcasts like this. And I think there's, <laughs> no, it's true. And I think there's a lot to live up to. And I felt that revision, how the company is looking at the science, how it's looking at the formulation philosophy and what it brings into the product and how, it yeah. prove, how we all prove what it works. That's what I felt. Um, that was a vision to really increase and I would say elevate the, the expectations of skincare on efficacious clinical skincare. And that's what Revision is about. Of course. No, I, I really love that. And I think that, you know, you made a really, really great point, which is this idea of consumers are now getting way more um, science savvy, you know, when it comes to understanding our skin. And I love that. I absolutely love that we are all digging deeper, you know, and we're going beneath the surface, no pun intended, but understanding that the epidermis is not the end-all be-all. The skin barrier is not the end-all be-all. There's a lot more that needs to be um, taken care of, catered to, and that's the dermal layers, and that's the overall health of your skin. And I think, you know, um, I, I really, really love that words like peptides and antioxidants and ceramides are becoming household names. You know, it makes me so happy to see that. And I and I really, really commend you and the line, um, you know, Revision has definitely played its role in that, you you know, being a professional skincare line is very difficult. It's a whole different standard that you have to live up to. You know, I think I'm not no no shade to any of the brands that are smaller brands. And, you know, I have great appreciation for anyone who creates anything in life. But I, I, I must say that, you know, being a professional grade skincare line these days, it has a lot that you have to really check out a lot of boxes that you have to check off, you know? Um, so I want to, you know, with that preface, I want to actually uh, dive into the brand itself, you know, and just talk to you about um, some of the proprietary, um, you know, the, the blend, the, the proprietary blend that is uh, being used by the line. I know there's a whole um, series of products under the DEJ uh, label, and I would love for you to tell us more about this uh, series. Absolutely. So I will actually start by taking one step back. And every skincare company has a philosophy, a formulation philosophy. And revision skincare, we are completely vertically integrated. So I have the luxury to have everything in-house. I have the researchers, the developers. I have the entire manufacturing. And I can control every step on the way. Or we can as a company from A to Z. And that is just a luxury. But every company has their philosophy what do you believe in and what do you think is, is beneficial for the skin so I want to take one step back and then I would love to talk about the EJ and, and the DJ family and not the least yeah. uh, the launch that is happening right now um, but I, I think our formulation philosophy stands on a few pillars it's one is multiple pathways and what we mean by that is one pathway, it's like a, a door to the skin that can be activated somehow to address whatever you want to address, the visible signs of aging, or you want to protect from uh, environmental issues. But to obtain results efficiently, mm -hmm. you, you actually can use multiple pathways because we're all unique. Everybody's unique. So to guarantee results, it's more efficacious to not just zoom in on one door, but really comprehensively look at how can we use multiple pathways in this product to guarantee a result for everybody, regardless right. of, of your makeup as an individual. So that's one pillar that is actually not always the case. And, and why that is not the case 
it's actually very costly and it's very difficult. It's difficult yeah. to formulate. I, I always think about it as a cookie. I'm not a baker, but my daughter is. And the more stuff you put into the cookie, the, the more difficult it is to keep it together, right? So if you think yes. about active ingredients and all the goodies, it's all the chocolate chips and everything you put into a cookie, it makes it more challenging to make a stable, um, tolerable, uh, really efficacious formulation. But that's what our scientists are doing. They're not taking any shortcuts. And sometimes our products take years in the making. So the product we're just about to launch, we worked on it for five years, five yeah. years in the making. So it's nothing that is quick because it's difficult, but it really, yeah. it works. So that's one, the multiple pathways. We are also huge fans of peptides and bioavailable peptides. And I would say that we're one of the companies using the most peptides and some of our products contain up to eight different peptides but it's not any peptides. They have to be able to penetrate the skin. They have to be bioavailable. And also I'm looking at peptides. Someone explained it to me so well once, so I'm gonna see that, um, that description. It's actually signal, signaling mechanism. So it's like a broken protein chain. So when you put something on your body that it's, it's gonna seek out to become a full chain again. So it's sending all these messages, messages to the skin to yeah. protect and heal and regenerate itself. So I think it's yeah. such a smart way. So we love peptides. So we're using a lot of peptides. The other thing yeah, that I think, I, yeah, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No. I was just gonna say, I think, you know, just to clarify for everyone, I always try to do this, um, you know, for everyone listening, a peptide, it's hard to make these these differentiations. I think, you know, people are used to word protein, collagen, all this stuff. Peptide is just a small, small chain of a few amino acids that are usually tied to something that is either lipophilic, meaning it can go through fat or, you know, some sort of carrier that is allowing it to go through the skin membrane. So that's something I think everyone should realize. And, you know, Maria was saying about signaling. One thing I want to just add to that is peptides are known to be signaling molecules. So they will go and they will attach to either receptors or they will sit in an area and tell other, um, you know, uh, molecules to come in and start a process for, um, you know, just get it going and stuff. So that's just knowledge for anyone listening, for anyone that's listening, you know, and wants to understand the role of peptides. But yeah, you continue. Describe that beautifully. I could. That was perfect. It's absolutely <laughs> perfect. And you also one thing that if you're interested in chemistry, so if you think about the skin again, it's a barrier, right? It's supposed to be yeah. protecting. So it's hard with any skincare to make it penetrate the skin because naturally the skin wants to reject things. So with peptides, for many years, beautiful compounds, but they couldn't really penetrate the skin until they figured out exactly what you said you add uh, a lipid to it because the skin is lipophilic. So then it penetrates. And for everybody that remembers chemistry, you're thinking now you make the molecule even larger. How can it penetrate the skin? But that's actually the way to penetrate the skin. So every peptide that have a little prefix, if you read the ingredients, is normally that's fatty acid that is added to it. It means that it penetrates. And sometimes it's not. You can have something that's called a peptide but if you don't have that little fatty acid, it just won't penetrate the skin. So that, yeah. that's um, something that I, I learned. And it's counterintuitive to make something bigger, penetrate easier, but that's actually how it works. But once no, I mean, have, yeah, I think it's great ahead. though. 
I think that's great, though. That's really great that you're able to, like, you know, explain that and people understand that. That's important to understand because, you know, Maria, just to just to say this before you continue, you know, there's a lot of brands out there that say, oh, we're selling, you know, we have collagen and collagen peptides in our in our formulation. And I just want to, like, make it clear to everybody, you know, when Maria's talking about peptides, she's not talking about those kind of peptides. You know what I mean? Because those kind of peptides are not going to get through your skin. They're too big. So there's a lot of, you know what I mean? There's a lot of variation when you guys hear the word peptides. It doesn't mean one peptide does not fit all. Let's just put it that way. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly. Know? Yeah. Another thing that I don't think we talk about enough in skincare is actually to work. So we believe in long-term skin health. You just put it out there. So revision skincare. We believe that if you use our products, you can use them for decades and decades. And that's actually the best benefit. But to do that, you have to work with the skin and not against the skin. So many products aren't pH neutral. So if we talk about pH, so the skin's neutral pH is where the skin is most happy. But many of, of the ingredients sometimes are very acidic or very basic, yeah. and that's a stressor. So you're constantly stressing your skin, taking it out of its comfort zone with their natural pH. So all revision skincare products are formulated with a neutral skin pH, uh, which is actually really challenging. I give you one great example. So antioxidants, we all love antioxidants. And uh, some years ago, the only one that really made it out there was L-ascorbic acid. It's still a very, very commonly used antioxidant. It does work, but it has a very low pH. And that's why some people are reacting. I couldn't use vitamin C personally because I got I got red, you know, and, and my skin reacted because it was so acidic. So Revision was the first company in the U.S. that brought something called THD ascorbate, which is a pH neutral and vitamin C. So when you put that on your skin, it doesn't stress it. And it's absolutely phenomenal. It penetrates very easily. It actually penetrates even better. And the efficacy is nothing but amazing. So one of my Revision skincare product, you know, my favorites is C plus correcting complex, and we have 30% THD in it. Nobody else has that. And it's still for me with sensitive skin tolerable, but I get all the goodies. And for me, it's been a game changer. But the reason why many companies aren't using that is it's very, very expensive. It costs right. 20, 20 times more than L-ascorbic acid. But that's what we believe in. So we have THD in many of our products. And of course, our vitamin C series is, is building upon it. But that's another way in, in formulation. So multiple pathways, the peptides, we love them, but we also want it to be skin neutral pH. And then lastly, we talk more and more about the microbiome and that's yeah. kind of the sixth layer of the skin. So we have the different layers and the sixth layer of the epidermis is all these bacteria that are completely unique for every individual. We have different microbiomes in the same family, even if we're living together. But if you think about that, you want to work with the skin to keep the microbiome happy. And, and on the medical side, there's more and more research now with rosacea and eczema. What is the microbiome doing? And for us as a skincare brand, we formulate to support the microbiome. And we put even prebiotic technology into some of our products that is supporting. Yeah. And we can see that the microbiome is getting more healthy. So if you, if you put all that together, your multiple pathways, we use the peptides that are just extraordinary smart. We work with skin neutral pH uh, and we have support the microbiome. 
that's what provides that long-term skin health. And that's why patients and consumers can stay on our products year after year after year. And the, and the efficacy is just better and better. The longer you use it, the better it's going to be. So that's what we believe in. And, and then yeah. I just, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I think that that's a really, really good point that you made about uh, vitamin C. And I think it's something I've been actually really wanting to talk about more on this podcast is this idea of everyone being obsessed with certain, um, what do you call it, certain ingredients. I mean, I understand vitamin C is very, very, you know, it's efficacious um, in certain certain formulations. But one thing I... I think people don't seem to understand is that when you have actives, right, such as vitamin C, and they've got this ability to um, react, which vitamin C does react. We all know that it very rapidly oxidizes, you know, the reduction oxidation steps for vitamin C and L-ascorbic acid are very, very fast and uh, very sensitive. So anything can react with it, right? And because it's a molecule that's generated and it's made so that immediately when it hits oxygen, it's going to do something. So you, you're you dealing with something very volatile is my point when you look at it from like an electrochemistry perspective. And so the idea of encapsulating vitamin C or making it more neutral in the sense of like, okay, this can actually be then used over time. It will be released with time that your skin can assimilate that's why you're going to have that more um you know you're not going to have that sensitization response is what i'm what i'm trying to say which is what you were referring to right maria where it's like it causes like you know problems with your skin absolutely so this so thd ascorbate came out of japan so it, it's uh, the, the the japanese they figured out how to stabilize and encapsulate vitamin c and I'm, I live in Texas, so Revision Skincare, we're based in Dallas. And as you know, it can get very hot here. But I can yeah. leave the C-plus correcting complex in my car in 105 degrees, and it's completely stable, completely stable. And that's the beauty with this encapsulated vitamin C, THD versus L-ascorbic acid, because exactly what you said, it, it oxidizes. You need to keep it in a dark bottle, preferably in the fridge, and it changes over time, while THD doesn't. So yeah. it's just a phenomenal uh, innovation that they came up with, and and we love THD. It's um, again, I, I think it's a game changer for most people. Even if they've been on an on some kind of vitamin C, you'll see a difference just after a couple of weeks. You know, give it two to four weeks, and you will visibly see results from THD. It's just nothing but amazing. Yeah, and I think you know it's important because people. I think with vitamin C and all actives, it's important to understand that, okay, it's one thing if you're doing a peel, right? You'd go to a esthetician, you do a professional peel, you're doing, um, or you're doing some sort of injectables. It's something, you know, that's invasive. You're going to see immediate results. But with skincare, I think now, you know, what I'm noticing is people are saying, well, less is more. No, I don't think so. I think the idea should be um, something that is a more like prolonged approach to skin health is the real way to go you know i see so many brands maria that combine like 18 different active ingredients in one and i'm sitting here thinking like how is this even possible like you can't you know what i mean it's not not even one of those actives is going to work you know what i mean because of the chemistry and so that's where i get so frustrated is this idea of like people consumers just keep on jumping on bandwagons rather than recognizing that listen if you want something to work that's topical which is something like, you know, what Maria and I are talking about here, which is like, for example, a vitamin C serum. If you want it to work, 
you have to give it time. You have to use it daily. And you have to let your skin become like habitually used to it. Okay. Those are those are steps that you physiologically go through. So your skin can't just be like shocked one day and then not shocked the next day and then expect it to be like radiant. That just doesn't work. That's not how a human physiology is. So, you know, Maria, when you were discussing the vitamin C product, that's what it made me think of because I'm like, this is, yes, it's expensive because it's a more sophisticated version of, you know, the, not only vitamin C, but a more sophisticated delivery method. And that is really where the crux of skincare is and where we are now, I think, as an industry is this fork between, you know, good skincare and bad skincare, where the good skincare brands you guys are investing in the real technology that is expensive. You know what I mean? It's going to take money to make something good. <laughs> that's that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And, and sometimes I can get a little frustrated because uh, revision has always been science driven. You know, we put all the money into the products. We, we have higher concentrations of the actives. You know, we put more scrutiny into our clinical research, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but we don't have as much resources to put into marketing. And there's a lot of marketing that is not the, the real deal. And it's like if you buy food, you know how you rank ingredients. You put the one ingredient that is the highest concentration first, and then you can just list it in a ranked order. It's the same with skincare. So if you pull up a bottle, this is actually good advice for everybody. And they say, oh, we have something. And it's ingredient number 27 it means there's basically nothing in it. You can still put it on the label, but the concentration is so low, so it won't do anything to your skin. So you can throw things just to get the word on the bottle, but it doesn't do anything. And that's what I want to educate consumers. And I'm so happy to talk to you because you're so knowledgeable. That's what, what you should expect. If you buy something for $100 or even more, it better work, right? And yeah, then yeah. it has to be a high concentration of that active ingredient. Otherwise, it won't. So there's a lot of marketing in skincare. That's what I mean by the wild, wild west. And coming again from pharmaceutical, I think you just, I want everybody to raise the bar. You know, just not just revision. I, I hope we all raise the bar and prove yeah. it out more and, and say what it really is. Because I think consumers deserve that. I really, really do. I agree. I totally agree. And I think that, you know, um, also just to point out, you know, I always try to make this a point on the show is that when you guys are shopping for skincare, it's better to buy one really great product than to buy like seven that costs the same. Yep. Like if you go to Target, if you go to CVS, if you go to Walgreens, Ulta, wherever, and no hate to any retailers. I love retailers. They carry some of the best brands. But in general, I'm talking, if you go shopping and you find a brand that's like, say, $10 a product, right? You have no idea how efficacious those ingredients in that bottle are. Even something like packaging makes a difference when it comes to the, you know, actual um, ingredients that are inside of a, you know, a formula. Uh, packaging, you know, being exposed to air, the lighting that it's sitting in, the temperature it's sitting in, you know, how it was handled before it got on the shelves. These are things that really matter. And I think that consumers need to understand that like you know as much as we want everything to be really really sustainable and it can be 
that's not what you should look for in like efficacy. Efficacy is a whole different ball game, you guys. You know what I mean? It's it really is one word that describes so many layers of what a brand has to go through to make sure they're delivering that. So if you look at revision, I mean, let's use the line as an example, right? I mean, Maria, you look at the packaging, you look at the cream, for example, the face cream, right? I love it. The D the yeah, face cream you just yeah. sent me, right? So if you look at the packaging of it, you're going to notice the packaging is airtight. There's nothing that's leaking. There's no, you know, um, exposure to sunlight. There's no, it's, it's like you can feel it when you pick it up, that it's a good product and it's protected. And these are all things that I know they sound minuscule and stupid, you know, just to like hear someone say it out loud, but it's true. You know, you're dealing with, I mean, skincare, in my opinion, is the closest thing you're going to get to an FDA approved treatment option for skin health issues. That is literally what it is. You know, you guys have to like treat it as such. So that's what my, I'm really urging everybody, you know, when you, when you purchase products, make sure you're looking for those kind of things. Those are just as important, you know, because they're going to tell you how long the shelf life of your purchase is, you know? So if you invest $150 into a serum, it better be airtight. It better be in good packaging. It better be, you know what I mean? All these things is my point. So I couldn't yeah. agree more. And, and another thing that I, so every every time you, you have um, an industry where the products are relatively high priced because they're, they're efficacious, you sometimes have copies. So I also would like to advise, don't buy anything on eBay. And the reason why I'm saying that is it's, always buy from authorized sellers so in our case it's a dermatologist or a plastic surgeon or a medical spa or revisionskincare.com or some are e-tailers like derm store or lovely skin because we can guarantee the products and we know exactly what has happened to them the, the scary thing is that sometimes on ebay i've seen that someone has taken something that looks like revision put a completely different product in it it's not the same product it's not the same color and it can be actually dangerous to the skin so yeah. my advice is, is to your point look at the packaging but also look at the source where you're purchasing the product and in our case we we really focus on skincare professionals so again dermatologists plastic surgeons and medical spas and the authorized online sellers that would be the only place I would buy these products. Don't buy them. If it's too cheap, for whatever reason, it's too cheap because it's not the real deal. That, yeah. That's just the fact. So that's yeah. another warning that I think is good to get out there. Um, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If it looks too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Period. Absolutely. Like, yeah. You're I, not I, I wanted get... to get back to one thing you said that I really yeah. like that you brought up. So in skincare, and I go back to how we do clinical research. So how we're looking at it, and, and if you know anything about pharmaceuticals and, and how you get a product approved, you always need to show that it, it's placebo controlled. You can't just put it on and not compare it to placebo. And then it actually has to be statistically significant. And that's another thing that many, unfortunately, brands out there, when they do research, is not at that standard. And, and you also want it to be double-blinded. So whoever is investigating, they don't know which product they have. Do they have the placebo or do they have the active product? But one thing that I think we are trying to raise the bar for everybody, we yeah. look at the surface of the skin, but we even look through the skin. And we can do that with 3D cameras. And we can also, we even take biopsies 
of the skin to look at the different layers of the skin and what are our products actually doing not just what you visibly can see but yeah. all the way through the different layers and i think that's kind of the next level of clinical research and i'm very proud that we do that but again we, we just don't say it works we prove that it works and we also can show what happens with the skin when you use our product so i'm, I'm excited that you said that it's not just the, the superficial layer is really to look through the different layers of the skin and what happens with skincare. Yeah, and I and I and I completely agree with you. I think that you know, with how much technology is out there in science and research, it's very plausible and it's very practical for skincare lines to be utilizing these like machines and these microscopy, you know, um, like you know, methods that are used by laboratories. I think it's very very important for us to look for that in lines that are more expensive because. They can afford to be, you know what I mean? They can afford to do that. And I think, you know, one thing that I've noticed a lot is that people are still, for some reason, they don't, it's like, they're not demanding that. And that bothers me because it's like, well, if you were to go to someone's lab, right? If you knew a professor and you went to his lab and he showed you all of his equipment and he said, I'm studying genes, you would look for certain machinery. You know what I mean? If you know mm -hmm. anything about science, you would look for certain things that are being utilized to come up with data, come up with the results, um, you know, formulate new things. Like, for example, microscopy, you brought up microscopy. You know, I think that it's very important to look at things like TEM images, SEM images now, because the skin, we're realizing there are so many layers. Yeah, but then each layer is also more complex than we realized so one of the topics you know for example that keeps coming up with me maria just you know uh going back to the topic is you know glycolic acid for example they're now discussing how glycolic acid if you were to do microscopy you can actually see the cell adhesions break you know mm -hmm. because that's the whole role of glycolic acid it's such a small molecule that it allows you to actually in real time see the cells that have like that glue between them that holds them together start to come apart and they're actually you know it's like a natural exfoliation that occurs so these kind of things i think they're cool and i think we should make them more like readily readily available you know I would challenge, I would really challenge a brand to, you know, go do this kind of science and this kind of technology and then put it on social media. Let us see it. You know what I mean? Let consumers see it. Your skin, you know, zoomed in by a thousand times. <laughs> I mean, that would I, be I really, know. You know. And it's fascinating. So uh, we're just launching this new product, DEJ Boosting Serum. And DEJ, that's the demo for Dermal Junction. And, and the best way to describe it is, it's a mattress in, in the skin. So you have the, the sheets, that's what you see at, at visibly, but the mattress is what, you know, it, it's not as plump after a while. I have a 13 year old daughter and look at her skin. It's so plump and it's so, the mattress is perfect. Then I look at me, I'm not 13 years old and it's, <laughs> it's, it's starting to fall, fall together. And our DEJ series, our DEJ line, which is now the new serum, and we have DEJ face, and we have DEJ eye, and we have a DEJ night, that is really zooming in on that part of the skin, boosting that and helping that mattress to be more plump so it, it can support the, the outer layer of the skin. So I, I have to share with the DEJ serum because I think it's just fascinating. And it, it came, this is one of these products, we worked for it on it for more than five years. And yeah. it came out of Alzheimer research. So when we are, if you take a fetus, uh, the brain and the skin, 
is developed from the same part of, of the fetus when we are developing as human beings. So there are a lot of correlations. So this is a technology and science that was used more for the brain and to really regenerate this, the cells and how can we energize the cells when they get tired and age and, and support the cells to not age and actually revert, almost reverse aging, uh, even though you can't. But then, okay, if it works on the brain, can it also work on, work on the skin? Because it yeah. comes from the same place. The DJ serum, it came out of a, um, a researcher. His name is Dr. Pettigrew. And he's a neurologist, he's a pediatric neuro neurologist, and he's worked with children, and he didn't want to use a lot of prescription drugs for children, so he looked for alternatives. So this comes out of a very specific way of, of processing sunflower seed extract. It's an extract, mm -hmm. and it has these beautiful uh, proprietary features that is actually boosting the cells. So it can generate more energy, and everything else you put on your skin is also boosted. So it, it zooms in, it's just a fascinating technology. So this serum that we're launching now has been my go-to because I put it on first, but yeah. I also know that every other product that I would put on, even if it's a revision product or not, will become more efficacious. It's like fueling the cell to create energy and to prevent fatigue because over time we actually get, the cells get fatigued too. So exactly. this is just the next level of technology where you can look at the molecular level and look at the mitochondria in the cells in itself in this case and see how it can put more energy so the cell can repair itself better, but it can also boost everything else of the goodies you put on your skin. So I'm just fascinating of the technology that is coming to the market. This is a yeah. unique technology for revision and we're just extraordinarily lucky that we got our hands on it. Um, but I think that's what consumers should look for, you know, what is the next level, how proven is it, you know, where did it come from, and what are these ingredients that can actually really make a difference in the skin, and this is one, so I can't yeah. tell you how excited I am to bring this to everybody, I think it's going to be out in a couple of weeks on the market. Well, that's, I'm very excited about that, and honestly, you know, I'm very excited about the fact that you went into the science, and you talked about the, you know, the whole idea of ATP, and all these things, because, you know, we love using these words. I mean, as scientists, I think we all understand the relevance. You know what I mean? We understand that like ATP is literally the energy that you use to live. Okay. <laughs> like, yep. you know, and so if you can feed your cells the things they really need, which is something like ATP, help them, you know, help the mitochondria out, help every the cells out with respiration, you know, they're going to automatically do their work better. You know, and it's like the main thing, Maria, that gets on my nerves is like these days people are like, oh, anti-aging this, anti-aging that. Well, what is aging? If you think about what aging is, it's just a depletion of normal pathways that are used to make cells live. And one of the main things is ATP. One of the main things is Correct. what's in, you know what I mean? What's in them? What what makes your skin look youthful, look ageless? It look, it's because of the components in the dermis. What are those components? Elastin, collagen, you know, uh, hyaluronic acid. You have all these different molecules. So if you can just give your cells what they need to keep on generating this, it's like, you know, that that's the epitome of quote, anti-aging. You know, so I just, I really think that consumers, like, once you try to, like, that's what I love about science is what I'm trying to say. Once you start putting the pieces together, it's a no-brainer. 
where you should go to buy your products. Like, you know what I mean? Or what you should look for. I think consumers just get so wrapped up in media and social media that it just, it drives me crazy, you know? Cause it's like, if they just took a minute to look and to understand, it's like, it would be a light bulb that goes off. You know what I mean? Good. And I think, you know, I see that as our task as well and our responsibility to educate and, and, Again, we're a fast-growing company, so it's very nice to be in the space we're in, but we're still not huge. We're not a L'Oreal, you know, we're not a Procter & Gamble. We're an independent company based out of Dallas. So we do as much as we can, but I think get that message out there is one of our biggest responsibilities as a company, because yeah. there is a difference in skincare. And even though I love some celebrities, but when I see, I don't want to name anybody, but famous uh, celebrities launch a skincare brand it's like what do they know about skin they don't know anything about skin I, I want to purchase from a company that is working with the experts in skin the dermatologists and everything we do is is in collaboration with dermatologists they are the authority of skin so when we develop our products when we do clinical studies with our products it's in hand in hand with the absolute most uh, knowledgeable about skin and I think, again, as a consumer, look for that, even though there are some celebrities that I personally adore, but I wouldn't adore them for their skincare you know, expertise. Yeah. They, they just don't have it. So I, I hope that consumers today not just look for um, the, the short message, like if someone is promising instant gratification, this is going to change your skin in, in two days. It won't. It just won't. You know, yeah, it's false. like a yeah, it's like a muscle. So most of our products, you can absolutely see actually visibly a difference after two to four weeks. But the full effect, it takes 12 weeks. And it actually takes that you use it every day. It's not yeah. like you can use the product once a week and then think like my husband, honestly, he does that and he thinks that's going to make a difference. <laughs> it's like, no, sweetheart, it won't. <laughs> you have to use it every day and you have to be patient. But once you get into that routine, you won't get off it because the you will feel and look so much better and your skin's going to be so much more healthy. And for me, that's the bigger purpose of, of running a skincare company. I really believe we're making the world a little bit better by supporting people's skin, which is again, that armor to everything, environmental pollution, you know, blue light, sun, sunlight. There's a lot of stressors. The more healthy we can keep the skin, the more healthy we're going to be as human beings. So- yeah. I see that as the bigger purpose running a skincare company and the vision sounds perhaps a little pretentious, but I, I really believe if we can just help people make their skin a little bit more healthy and stay on good skincare for decades to go, that's going a long way. And that's extraordinary gratifying. So that, that's what brings me up in the morning. <laughs> Really yeah, no, I, I love that. I really love that. And I think it's very well said, you know, um, very well, well said indeed, because I really believe the same thing. I think that, you know, one of my biggest, you know, you won't believe like I've published so many episodes, you know, at this point, and most of them, most of them have been, you know, with brands. And the reason people ask me, they're like, you know, Ecto, why do you host so many brands? And I'm like, it's to give people options. You know, and the reason I'm doing that is so you guys figure out that one brand that resonates with you and you stick to it, not jump around. You know what I mean? It's like you have to look at a brand 
that is really targeting the concerns you have and stick with it. Because if you don't stick with it, you're never going to see anything that's different than, you know, using one serum one day and then another one the next day or, you know, whatever your new TikTok friend is telling you to buy or, you know, you're never going to see that celebrity level skin health change that you look at your celebrities and you're like, oh my God, their skin is glowing. What are they doing? Well, what they're doing is they've got dedicated people like dermatologists or nutritionists or people who keep them on a routine. That's the main thing. You know what I mean? And so it's like to stick to a routine, including with your skin health is the first thing you can do to better yourself. And I really urge everybody, you know, if there's one thing you take away from any of the episodes I do, any of the brands that come on here is that, you know, they're all great brands. You know, Revision Skincare is a phenomenal brand. They have the science, they have the vision, they have the tools, they're doing it the right way. So if you're going to invest your money, pick a brand and go for it. Don't look for other brands. Like, like, honestly, I would tell, I would tell people if I picked like today, if I said, I'm going to go with the revision, I would literally turn off my social media that has to do with skincare. And I would just go with it for, for a whole month. You know what I mean? I would just go for a whole month, not touch anything else and then make a decision. Is it working? Is it something I need? What should I add on to my routine? Those kind of things. And I think that level of discipline is what like, I really hope we can get to at one point as consumers, because that's what's really going to determine, you know, for example, the celebrity skincare hype, it's going to go away if people just start doing that because no one's going to buy their stuff. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. But one yeah. way, so I, I'm a relatively lazy person uh, and I, I can't, um, you know, mother too. And, and, and I feel like I'm pretty, a lot of things going on. So I don't have a lot of time. So for me, it has to be simple. And you said something earlier. My advice is don't go buy six products at the same time. Pick one that is, you know, okay, I want to get more bright, bright skin or more uh, even skin tone or something. Go for, uh, for example, the C plus correcting complex. Use that one. Don't change anything else. Just use, use that one for at least a couple of months and see what happens. And then you may add something else. You don't need to overdo it because it gets so complicated and overwhelming, I would say. So I'm yeah. a big proponent of start with one little step. If that is an antioxidant or if it's like the DJ boosting serum or if it's uh, IntelliShade, which is a phenomenal anti-aging moisturizer. It also has SPF and, and actually a tin. So I use that instead of a, of a foundation. I stopped using foundation five years ago. I only use that. But that's a good yeah. start. Take one, get used to it. And then you add, so it doesn't become this mountain of products that you have in your bathroom that you don't use. That, that's, that's a waste of energy and, and money, honestly. So Yeah, it really is. It really is. And, you know, I just want to say, you know, in conclusion, I have tried the DEJ Daily Boosting Serum. It is coming out very soon, and I really want you guys to try it. It's a beautiful formula. It goes on so effortlessly. It sinks right in. It leaves your skin velvety soft. I absolutely love it. So, you know, I really encourage you guys. This is definitely worth your money. It's worth investing in. It's a wonderful serum. And like, you know, Maria explained to us, you know, it's it's targeting a very specific cellular process, which is something that is at the fundamental root of every cell's like well-being and good health is ATP generation and, and the utilization of ATP. So I really urge you guys, check it out once it comes out. Uh, I think it's the 11th of November, right, Maria, that's being released? 
I think it's actually early November, so I, sh I should know the date. I think it's just one of the first days in November, so probably November 1st or 2nd. Well, we will be we will be publishing this episode on the day of Ritz release, so don't oh, no worries. <laughs> no worries to everyone listening. If, if this episode, you're listening to this episode, that means the serum has been released, and you can go buy it right now at the website. So check it out and let me know what you guys think. And Maria, thank you so much. This has been so lovely to host you. Oh, thank you so much. And and thank you for continuing educating. Again, I can't tell you from the bottom of my heart how much that means to me personally and for our company. We, we love what you're doing. And again, I think at the end of the day, um, a, a well-educated consumer or, or a skincare addict that I'm actually presenting myself, it's really, really good. So thanks for what you're doing. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank you so much. That means the world to me. And for everyone listening, including you, Maria, if you guys get a chance, go on to Apple Podcasts and give us a written review. It helps us a lot. And it really helps us boost our, you know, our ranking and get you guys to notice us and also get our episodes up there in the algorithm for Apple. So if you have a minute, just re uh, leave us a written review, one or two sentences. And yeah, we'll be back next time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.